This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. The Hardy Boys were some of the first books that I remember reading. Frank and Joe would get into one dilemma or another and then through bravery, action, and luck would solve the mystery. Then came the Zane Grey Westerns, the Tarzan Adventure series, and the sports books of unlikely heroes fighting through seemingly impossible circumstances to excel in the field of competition. Books with names like The Grey Ghost, The Jim Thorpe Story, or Phantom of the Foul Line. Memories of these books come easily to mind. They took me out of small-town USA. They brought the exotic and adventurous into being. They transported me into the mysteries of crime, the ruggedness of the Wild West, the wilderness of the jungle, and the world of competitive athletics. They were read for pleasure alone. Retirement introduces a special element to our reading life. We can feast over the entire reading realm. There are no limitations, sort of like our earlier experiences. We can read for pleasure alone. When we approached school age, we had to learn to read. We had to read this book and write a report. We must read this poem or this essay because we will be tested on it. We must read our math and science problems. We must read these books for they are the classics. We read to learn how the world worked. We learned to read for information or knowledge. The open book brought opportunity and possibilities. How many books do we read in a lifetime? I suppose someone's done a study and the statistics could be found. The range must be enormous. I recall interviewing a librarian one time and mentioned bedtime reading that is so enjoyable for parents and their young children. She informed me that such readings were the exception and that most homes are book-free. I expressed obvious disbelief, but she assured me it was true. The wide-eyed child, sitting on a lap in a big easy chair, listening to a tale being told, is not the norm. It is a Norman Rockwell version of America. What a sad mistake for being read to or doing the reading to a child it has to be one of the most pleasant experiences in life. The number for books read by retirement age must number in the thousands for most of us. Many of those were probably in quest of information that might help us lead a better life. We wanted to learn. We wanted to pass the class. We wanted to learn the subject. We wanted to know how to do something. We wanted. There was a goal involved. Retirement brings us this opportunity to truly read for pleasure alone. We no longer need to learn this or that. Oh, we can if we want, but we don't have to. We no longer need to satisfy the requirements of a class, a teacher, a profession. We can kick back and read for nothing more than pure enjoyment. What a treat. One big difficulty for me is choosing which book to read. I stopped going to bookstores years ago. I always felt as if I was drowning in one, overwhelmed. 
Oh, I still go to bookstores, but it's a rarity. If I go in, I won't stay long. I will get whatever book I came for and flee. We have great independent bookstores within walking distance of my house, new and used. I know that they are a treasure, and I used to spend time browsing the aisles. But it became time spent in frustration, since I couldn't read them all, but I wanted to. I would find another hour had slipped by me, just looking at titles. Electronic books have come to my rescue of late. I can see the title of a book or read a review and then order and have it delivered instantly. My bookshelf today is invisible. I've systematically been giving away paper books and clearing the shelves. We still keep some around for guests or children or grandchildren. The leather bound that we've accrued over many years remains shelved, waiting for us to die and our children to divide them up. They're treated as antiquities with double value. Reading for pleasure is not an easy transformation for some of us. My wife's a pro at pulling up one series after another of well-written escape, adventurous, or intriguing mysteries. Lucky for me, I can then lift one occasionally and send it directly to my reader at no cost. Retirement brought a change to my use of books. I began to wonder if I actually knew anything or if I just knew whatever I found in a book. I decided to put these podcasts together without any research or reading for the purpose of production. I wanted to think. I certainly kept reading, but not with intent of using them in these podcasts. I wanted to pry into my own mind rather than sort through the thoughts of others. Emerson's statement about reading being for a scholar's idle time has taken up permanent residence in my mind. I wanted to think rather than read. There was a winter in Alaska when I tried to read a book every day. Then a few years ago, I found myself limiting my reading to 10 pages a day. Since page numbers have disappeared on my Kindle, I find myself trying to read a book 15 to 20 minutes a day. Some days I overextend, but that is unusual. Then, of course, there's all the incidental reading of newspapers, magazines, and internet type of stuff. I don't count that, but it is considerable. Retirement and reading seem like a match made in heaven. We're free to explore and enjoy. Heavy emphasis on enjoy. I just don't want reading to get in the way of thinking. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.